This is Emmanuel God with us, the radio ministry of Emmanuel Lutheran Church in Twin Falls, Idaho. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Welcome to our Lord's house this morning as we gather together for worship. We sing together our first song. Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. Let us pray. I thank you, my heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have kept me this night from all harm and danger. And I pray that you would keep me this day also from sin and every evil that all my doings and life may please you. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul and all things. Let your holy angel be with me, that the evil foe may have no power over me. Amen. The psalm for today. The the cords of Sheol entangled me. The snares of death confronted me. In my distress, I called upon the Lord. From his temple, he heard my voice. I love you, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer. For you save a humble people, but the haughty eyes you bring down. You have equipped me with strength and made my way blameless. For this, I will praise you, O Lord, among the nations and sing to your name. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Old Testament reading is written in Exodus, the 17th chapter. All the congregation of the people of Israel moved on from the wilderness of sin by stages, according to the commandment of the Lord, and camped at Rephidim. But there was no water for the people to drink. Therefore the people quarreled with Moses and said, Give us water to drink. And Moses said to them, Why do you quarrel with me? Why do you test the Lord? But the people thirsted there for water. And the people grumbled against Moses and said, Why did you bring us up out of Egypt to kill us and our children and our livestock with thirst? 
So Moses cried to the Lord, What shall I do with this people? They are almost ready to stone me. And the Lord said to Moses, Pass on before the people, taking with you some of the elders of Israel, and take in your hand the staff with which you struck the Nile, and go. Behold, I will stand before you there on the rock at Horeb, and you shall strike the rock, and water shall come out of it, and the people will drink. And Moses did so in the sight of the elders of Israel. And he called the name of the place Massa and Meribah because of the quarreling of the people of Israel and because they tested the Lord by saying, Is the Lord among us or not? This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The epistle is written in 1 Corinthians chapters 9 and 10. Do you not know that in a race all the runners compete, but only one receives the prize? So run that you may obtain it. Every athlete exercises self-control in all things. They do it to receive a perishable wreath, but we an imperishable. So I do not run aimlessly. I do not box as one beating the air. But I discipline my body and keep it under control, lest, after preaching to others, I myself should be disqualified. I want you to know, brothers, that our fathers were all under the cloud, and all passed through the sea, and all were baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea, and all ate the same spiritual food, and all drank the same spiritual drink, for they drank from the spiritual rock that That followed them, and the rock was Christ. Nevertheless, with most of them, God was not pleased, for they were overthrown in wicked in in the wilderness. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel according to Saint Matthew, the twentieth chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said, "The kingdom of heaven is like a master of a house." who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. After agreeing with the laborers for a denarius a day, he sent them into his vineyard. Going out about the third hour, he saw others standing idle in the marketplace. He said to them, You go into the vineyard too, and whatever is right, I will give you. So they went. Going out again about the sixth hour and the ninth hour, he did the same. And about the eleventh hour, he went out and found others standing, And he said to them, Why do you stand here idle all day? They said to him, Because no one has hired us. He said to them, You go into the vineyard too. And when evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his foreman, Call the laborers and pay them their wages, beginning with the last up to the first. And when those hired about the eleventh hour came, each of them received a denarius. Now when those hired first came, they thought they would receive more. But each of them also received a denarius. And on receiving it, they grumbled at the master of the house, saying, These last worked only one hour, and you have made them equal to us, who have borne the burden of the day and the scorching heat. But he replied to one of them, Friend, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for a denarius? Take what belongs to you and go. I choose to give to this last worker as I gave to you. 
Am I not allowed to do what I choose with what belongs to me? Or do you begrudge my generosity? So the last will be first and the first last. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Alleluia. Jesus is alive. From the Gospel reading, Matthew 20, And when evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his foreman, Call the laborers and pay them their wages, beginning with the last up to the first. These are the words of our text. God's grace and his mercy and his peace be multiplied to you now and forever. Amen. Back in the old country, back in North Dakota, every year our youth group watched the movie The Princess Bride. How many of you have seen the movie The Princess Bride? If you haven't seen it, you you really need to. We watched it every year with our youth group. And we had seen that movie so many times that everybody knew all the lines of the actors during the movie, and we would say those lines with the actors. And at the end of the movie, like a great choir, we would say the very last words of the movie, as you wish, as you wish. It was great fun for our youth group. And in the movie, there is a character by the name of Vizzini. And he kidnaps Princess Buttercup. And his favorite word in the movie is... That's it. Inconceivable. He is always saying, inconceivable. Everything is inconceivable. Well, today Jesus tells us about the kingdom of heaven. And the first word that describes the kingdom of heaven is inconceivable. Inconceivable. Jesus says, the kingdom of heaven is like the master of a house who went out early in the morning to hire laborers in his vineyard. Workers are hired. 9 a.m., at noon, at 3 in the afternoon, and then at the 11th hour, at the last hour, at 5 o'clock in the evening. And the master doesn't interview any of the workers. That is inconceivable. Who hires without interviewing the workers? And he doesn't even look at their resumes inconceivable. Who doesn't check references? Who doesn't do background checks? And then the master just calls them to his vineyard. Inconceivable. What's going on? What's the point that Jesus makes about the kingdom of heaven? It is this. In the kingdom of heaven... People are chosen by grace alone. By grace alone, without any works of the law. 
And that is inconceivable. Because that's not the way it works in the real world. In the real world, that is not the way it works. In our experience, it is different, isn't it? Who gets hired? The people who are the smartest, the brightest, the fastest, the strongest, the most talented, the toughest. They are chosen because of what they have done or because of what they are able to do. And in this world, we judge people by how well they do, how much money they have, by what they are able to do, by how powerful they are, even by their looks, or by how much we like them. And in this world, we know that there are people who are paid more than others, people who travel the world, jet-setting around the world, people who drive better cars, who live in mansions, who get better health care than the rest, who have more freedom, who get a better education because they've earned it. Just look at the Olympics this week. Who is it that gets the gold medal? Who is it that gets all of the attention? Who is it that is identified by their failures? What national anthem is played? Which nation gets the most medals? Well, the best nation, of course. And in the Winter Olympics, that is not the United States of America. The medal count for every nation is a source of boasting and pride. And so we learn quickly in our lives that if you want to be chosen, be the best, the fastest, the strongest, the most beautiful. It is the way of the kingdom of this world. And we're used to it. We know how to play the game. And we even judge ourselves by these same standards. But God's ways are not our ways. His ways truly are inconceivable. God pays no attention to what we pay so much attention to. The kingdom of heaven is different. In the kingdom of heaven, you are not chosen because you are the best or the brightest or because you are the strongest or because you have great endurance or because you work harder and longer than others, or because of anything else at all. In God's kingdom, your past doesn't disqualify you, your failures don't define you, and your weaknesses don't disable you. Your sins do not excommunicate you. God chooses you simply by grace and grace alone. Grace free and boundless. The master chooses you in Christ and in Christ alone. And he calls you into his kingdom. Why? Because he wants to. Because it pleases him. It is all a matter of grace and God's grace is inconceivable. If you are trying to earn God's favor 
you won't. If you want to boast of your good deeds, you can't. It's all about grace, grace alone, and that is inconceivable. Back in our parable, we read that at the end of the day, everyone gets the same pay. (laughs) That too is inconceivable, isn't it? That's not the way it works. And when evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his foreman, call the laborers and pay them their wages, beginning with the last up to the first. And when those hired about the 11th hour came, each of them received a denarius. Now when those hired first came, they thought they would receive more. But each of them also received a denarius. Inconceivable. Not only that, intolerable. That's the other characteristic of the kingdom of heaven. It is intolerable. In other words, we can't tolerate the way God does things. We can't tolerate the way God runs his kingdom. It offends our sense of right and wrong. It offends our sense of fairness and justice. And that is just what happens in this text. When the people hired last get a denarius, and the people hired first get a denarius, the people hired first grumble, and they complain against the goodness of the master. And on receiving it, they grumbled at the master of the house, saying, These last worked only one hour, and you made them equal to us. We have borne the burden of the day in the scorching heat. They do not tolerate God's way of doing things. They grumble at God. It's not right. It's intolerable, they say. And how does the master respond? But he replied to them, Friend, I am doing you no wrong. Do you not, did you not agree with me for a denarius? Take what belongs to you and go. I choose to give to this last worker as I give to you. Am I not allowed to do what I choose with what belongs to me? Or do you begrudge my generosity? So the last will be first and the first last. Here's one thing you need to know. In the kingdom of heaven, every one of us receives the very same salvation. It is the salvation that is purchased by the blood of Christ. Those who are martyred for the faith receive the same salvation as those who die in their sleep. Those who believe on their deathbed, like the thief on the cross crucified with Jesus, receive the very same salvation as those who were baptized as an infant those who bear the heat of the day, those who suffer terribly in their life, receive the very same salvation as those who don't. All are saved by grace alone and receive God's gracious salvation in Christ. And in our way of thinking, that is intolerable. It is inconceivable. 
Here's another thing you need to know about the kingdom of heaven. In God's kingdom, you don't get what you deserve. What do you deserve? Well, let's see. You're born sinful. You are under the curse of sin. You deserve God's wrath. You deserve God's righteous judgment. And you should spend all of eternity in hell, separated from God, wailing, weeping, gnashing your teeth. But that's not what you get, is it? With reckless abandon, God pours out upon you unlimited forgiveness. Even your most awful deeds are forgiven. Even your cruelest words, forgiven. Your most wicked thoughts, forgiven. Just imagine, like the commercial on TV, if Alexa could read your thoughts. Have you seen that commercial where Alexa is able to read the thoughts of the husband and wife? Yeah. Imagine. Oh, no, I, don't, I wouldn't want to imagine. But your most evil thoughts, wicked thoughts, those are forgiven. The sin you inherited from mom and dad, your original sin is forgiven. Why? Because the blood of Jesus covers every one of your sins. Big sins, little sins, seen sins, unseen sins, original sin, all of it covered by the blood of Jesus. That's the way it is in the kingdom of heaven. This is a hard teaching. And people grumble about it. And Jesus says, am I not allowed to do what I choose with what belongs to me? Or do you begrudge my generosity? So the last will be first and the first will be last. You see, Jesus rules his kingdom purely out of fatherly divine goodness and mercy without any merit or worthiness in you and me. It is all by grace, by grace alone, without any works of the law. It is inconceivable. It is intolerable. And when we consider God's grace and what he does with it, and how he pours it out upon you and me, in the end, all we can say to Jesus is, as you wish, as you wish. In Jesus' name, amen. And now may the peace of God that passes all understanding keep our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus our Lord to life everlasting. Amen. We confess our Christian faith using the Creed song as we sing together.
Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen.